0: The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land.
1: Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report.
0: Hello and welcome
1: to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles.
0: Dom, you look upset. I am, I am. Charles, I feel terrible. I've done the wrong thing and so have you. Oh, what, really? We've got to correct the record. We need to apologise. Oh, dear. This is a formal apology. Look, I know normally we're we're flipping about stuff, but Mm. we need to apologise. Oh, dear, yes. To Ben Robert Smith, oh, um, the murdering war Does, criminal. You know that guy? Doesn't
1: he need to apologise to well, basically everyone, the Australian people, yeah. um,
0: <laughs> and some, some probably some widows. Yeah. Uh, yes. So but did we get it wrong? We did, got is it wrong. he not a war criminal? He's he's a lovely person who's oh. in the wrong place at the wrong time, oh. killing the wrong people for the wrong reasons. Mm. Um, and I know this because I just read Peter Credlin's column oh. in the Daily Telegraph. Right. I'll explain more after this. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So she says, "Look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump on board with this. Uh, it's more complicated. It's more morally complicated than thought, Charles. <laughs>
1: it's more morally complicated that that very long trial that, that-
0: yeah." I don't think we should rush to judge. That's the mm. thing. We weren't there. Yes. We weren't there. Admittedly, the trial did speak to people who were there mm. for 110 days. Mm. But we weren't there, and Peter Credlin makes the point that she went to Cout four times. So she's been to Afghanistan. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, admittedly so in the very safe bubble bit with Tony Abbott, presumably. Yeah, bit
1: bit of an expert. Yeah, she's an expert. Mm. Oh, is is he, is that Was she there when Tony Abbott made that thing about shit happens? Like, oh, probably. When, when people die, when
0: soldiers just die, well, shit happens. uh, Shit gets machine gunned and then (laughs) kicked (laughs) off a cliff and then their prosthetic leg souvenirs is as a drinking Mm -hmm. trophy. So, I mean, she asks great questions. I'm quoting here. When does a beaten enemy go from being a combatant to a prisoner, Charles? That's such a hard line to know, Peter Cretland Mm. points out. Like they're a combatant when they're shooting at you. Mm. When you captured them and they're defenseless, does that make them a prisoner or does that make them someone you haven't killed yet? It's really (laughs) hard to know.
1: Surely that's like one of the easiest lines to know, like... Especially if you're a soldier and you've got a whole lot of procedures about how to subdue
0: your enemy. I mean, it's called the law of war, generally mm. speaking, and yeah. I, presume, I presume the training covers mm. when you're allowed to shoot people. I would have thought that would be day one of the training, but mm. I, I wasn't there, as Petty Credlin points out. I don't know what it was like. She says, look, you don't know what it's like being an SAS commando and they're killing people, Charles, who would do us harm. Who don't? Who hate our values? That's what she says. But
1: isn't the point that? Yeah, that's right. But the whole point about a well-trained soldier is that they know when to start killing and also when to stop killing. Uh, like, uh, isn't that the whole point about this whole trial?
0: I'm not sure that any of us, Peter Wright, who have never been exposed exposed to deadly combat, can. Fully grasp just how psychologically fraught and morally deadening this can be. So she won't join the mm, pylon yes. of all these journalists, vindicated journalists, mm, she points yeah. out, who've never <laughs> risked a bullet for our country, now triumphantly describing him as a liar, a bully, and a murderer. And admittedly, the judge also described him as those things. <laughs> but it's the journos she takes issue with, Charles. The journals mm. had never taken a bullet for this country. Well, maybe, uh, maybe I'm. Uh, that's very convincing, isn't it? It is. Yes. It is. We, we weren't as, there.
1: As someone who has been there for times, mm. admittedly very briefly in the safe space.
0: Yeah. And so I, I think I
1: should take her word for it rather than all the witnesses against yeah, who Robert were, Smith who in were actually in the SAS
0: alongside him and appalled yeah. by his behaviour so much so that they broke the code yes. to report it. Apparently he tried to intimidate them by the way into not giving evidence. This is another thing that's come out. So what I've decided to do, Charles, and I invite you mm. and I invite Peter Credlin to join me in this. Mm. I'm going to be going to Afghanistan. Mm. I'm going to be machine gunning uh, defenseless non-combatants. Oh yeah, and souveniring them because I want to know if it's wrong. Yes. I can't you possibly can't know, know
1: unless you've done it yourself. It's got
0: to be a hail of bullets. Yes, and so I think an elderly man. Mm. I don't know who I'm going to choose for this. Uh, a, a useless elderly man, possibly Tony Abbott. Um, <laughs> I've got to shoot someone to know whether it's wrong. I can't rely on. Well, you don't need to go to word.
1: Afghanistan to do it. Surely you can just. Go to Mossman or something.
0: I could go to Forest. I'm not going to say that because the <laughs> AFP will chase me out. No, but Charles, how do we know if it was wrong? And how does the judge know? Yes. How does the judge know if it was right yeah, or wrong? Yeah. How, what, On what basis does the judge say he was definitely responsible for those murders, at least on the balance of probabilities, Mm. and therefore a a murder and a war criminal.
1: Well, this sort of brings up the whole problem with our entire justice system, doesn't it? Because if you follow Peter logic, then, Mm. you know, how do you know whether stealing is bad unless you've stolen something?
0: That's true. How do you know if... Genocide! Genocide! (laughs) Genocide is bad unless you've done it yourself! She also points out, Charles, and this is very... that fits of moral indignation are characteristic of these times. And the pariah status mm. that um, we seem so happy to confer on people, she says, sometimes turns out to be undeserved. Can you think of some examples of people who've been made pariahs and it was undeserved? Because well, she can. Tony Abbott, for example. <laughs> <laughs> like, she cite Tony. she no. cites Cardinal George Pell. Oh, yes. yeah.
1: Well, how, Pell. How, how does she know that fiddling with boys is wrong? Because she hasn't done it. Like, well, Wait, one assumes. One assumes mm. Whereas, you know, Cardinal George Pell, he was actually very well qualified to oversee the Melbourne response. That's
0: right. That's to right.
1: Into child pedophilia because he himself
0: had done it. And whether or not you think he he did it, Charles, he or did. merely covered up for many other priests who did it. Yes. You know,
1: well, you haven't, you, don't, you can't, you can't go against a cover-up unless you've covered unless you've up something cover yourself. Well, exactly. That, well, she
0: did work in the PMO. She probably <laughs> had a bit of experience with that. Uh, she also cites Bruce Lemon, who was on Channel 7. Oh, uh, yes. She seems to be the only person who's on his side after mm. his appearance on Channel 7. Uh, Channel 7 seems to be the place to go for cell phones, whether it's Ben Robert Smith, mm. uh, who's now resigned, by the way, as the manager of Channel 7 in Queensland, uh, or Bruce Lemon, who uh, I, mean, I didn't watch the interview, but mm. a lot of people who, who did seem to find him. Entirely convincing.
1: Not not a credible witness.
0: No mm. more they, of a credlin witness than a credible
1: witness. Did did they ask him why he gave three different responses and reasons for why he had left abruptly from Parliament House that night?
0: It was the key question, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that was the key question. He I, I know that he I've seen this morning he's been quoted in the press as saying, well, the, re- the actual reason is because I got a whole lot of text messages from my girlfriend mm. saying, where are you? Did they, did they go into the question of why did he keep changing his story at the
0: time? Well, because here's the thing that Peter Credlin would say, mm. you weren't there. And he oh, was there and yes. he doesn't know either. So sometimes, Charles, even when you were there, <laughs> you don't know the reason. Yes, and, you know, like, who are we to comment? We've never
1: changed our story three times, so we don't know what it's like, so we can't comment
0: on I it. I mean, Charles, the bit in the column that I found most convincing, right, mm. and I'm quoting again here, what's happened to the old presumption that people are innocent until proven guilty. Mm. I mean, that's about going through a court case, isn't it, which Mm. just happened in the case of Henry Smith. (laughs) Uh, Or the understanding that only those without sin should be the first Uh, to cast a stone. And that's that's from the Bible. That's very impressive. And so I presume that given that she thinks that only people without sin can cast stones, Mm. Peter Credlin will immediately resign as a columnist for the Daily Telegraph (laughs) and a commentator on Sky News on the basis that uh, she's in no position Mm. to criticise anybody else ever, which seems to be her job, Charles, which seems to be her job. (laughs) Yes. Uh,
1: Look, I think that she needs to be immediately – like she's clearly an idiot. I think she – Needs to be immediately made the new host of Q and A, don't
0: you think? Well, I mean, she could be she could be the new host of Sunrise, but they've gone with Shervo. Oh, really? Matt Chervington is the new host of Sunrise. So yeah. wait
1: a minute, does that that's a bit humiliating for Carl Stefanovic if Matt Shervington's going to beat him in the ratings? <laughs> oh
0: yeah,
1: yeah that, that would that would be embarrassing, wouldn't it? Well, I think that's that is going to happen, isn't
0: it? Well, unless it, this kills Sunrise. Oh. Just to move on to another subject. Yeah, but I mean, Charles, how can we know who should who the host should be unless we're in the room? Except by having watched Chervo being fairly underwhelming on a whole range of TV shows, it's just very hard to judge, Charles. It's hard to judge. Is what I've learned from Petty Crillon. It's a valuable moral lesson. Mm. And again, I just think the entirety of Sky News should listen to what Peter says. She says, Mm. don't judge others unless you were there, even if you were. That means
1: Rowan Dean might need to resign. Oh,
0: shit, does this mean I can't judge Rowan (laughs) Dean? (laughs) Because it's my favourite thing to do.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. Well, no, no, but isn't the point that we don't have to follow what Peter Gredlin's saying? Because for us, to follow what Peter Credlin's saying, we would have to have been there when Peter Credlin was writing the oh, columns. That's true. But we did we weren't, we weren't there. And so therefore we don't know what she said. Because even if we can read it,
0: that that we no, weren't there we weren't witnessing there. her writing it. And we don't know what it's like to have been Tony Abbott's chief of staff. I mean, imagine no. what that would do to a no, person. Exactly.
1: I mean, yes, exactly. Like that is that would be like being subjected to sort of War crime style mm. things each day, like contraventions of the Geneva Convention.
0: Yes, and it would give you permanent PTSD, which go. is why she's ended up on Sky News. I mean, imagine having to go to work in any given day. Now, my heart goes out to Petty Credlin, right? Yes, and and having having, having to deal with the, look, the prime minister's just eaten a raw onion. We can't really spin this. I don't know what. The Prime Minister's just decided mm. on Australia Day to give Prince Philip, the prince, like literally the husband mm. of the Queen, mm. a knighthood. What do you, how do you go on after an experience like that? Yeah, he was a weird unit. He was wasn't a weird he? unit. Mm. Um, I guess the other thing is, it's just making me think, actually, well, maybe we've got this all wrong. Just mm. with Peter Credlin's thing of not judging. See, I, I, I detect Charles elsewhere in her column. She's judging the people who've criticised Ben Robert Smith. But she wasn't there when that. she doesn't know what it's like to criticise Ben Roberts. She doesn't know what it's like to say that guy's a fucking war criminal because she hasn't done it. How how dare she judge Ben Roberts Smith's critics, including the judge in this case?
1: So in some ways what we're saying, it's a sort of call for radical ignorance about everything. Yeah. It's sort of like the only people who are allowed to comment on anything ever Mm. are the people who've personally done it and experienced it themselves. I mean,
0: I was told, Charles, that the thing that made humans so special was that we could hear a story about something yes. and gain the moral lessons from it no. without needing to experience it. But clearly that was wrong. No. I mean, Charles, in many ways, the heroes mm. in this scenario, now that I think more about it, are Ben Robert Smith's critics. Mm. Because you know what they've done, these journalists, the yes. their fellow SAS troops, they've Criticized someone mm. who machine guns people he doesn't like and throws <laughs> them off a cliff. And if they've got prosthetic limbs, yeah. he drinks beer out of them. That's very brave. <laughs> why aren't the critics of Ben Robert Smith not getting Victoria Crosses? <laughs> they've taken him on. He knows where they live, Charles.
1: Well, this is my theory about why Kerry Stokes bankrolled the. The whole trial, right, right. which is cause, $25 million. Because it's come out that, well, they're saying now today that they're saying it might be as much as $40 million. Well, it could be double, yeah, because yeah. of the,
0: the Nine and the other
1: newspapers' costs. So what happened was two years ago Nine wrote to Ben Robert Smith and the his lawyers and said, we are offering to settle this case right here, right now, no expenses on either side, Yeah, just releases from liability, you know, for the comments that we've made. make
0: it go away. That's right. I saw this and and there would be no trial. They were worried about the impact Mm. on the witnesses and on everybody involved having to have 110 days in court. And they said, look,
1: the the journalists, Nick McKenzie and and Chris Chris Masters, They're very keen to go to trial. They've won every single stage up until now. Uh, The AFP are very clearly very happy that this civil trial is Mm. is happening because it gives them a chance to sort of have a look at that before they launch any criminal proceedings. Um, But we suggest that we're making this offer basically on commercial grounds, which is this is going to cost a stack ton of money and you're going to be liable for it at the end and why don't we just call it quits now because you're clearly going to lose. To which um, the the Ben Robert Smith lawyers then wrote back two weeks later going, thank you for your very judgmental letter (laughs) (laughs) and went, well, actually, Ben Robert Smith is also very, very confident about this trial, mm-hmm. and he assumes that his word will be taken as true, and therefore your clients don't have a leg to stand on, which, which is ironic. Of the
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing we weren't sure of in this trial was legs, <laughs> spare legs. Uh, every. Well, no, look, this is—I mean, this is the unique folly of people who undertake defamation actions. Oh yes, and I don't—I don't know. It seems as though. Look, who can really know if someone really did a thing? But um, if there's a chance of the process making like even if Ben Robert Smith had won this case, right, mm. I don't think people were thinking terribly highly of it. Like just because of all the revelations that came, it, it's a brutal process to go through yes. any kind of defamation trial, which is why I, I implore, I implore, Charles, oh, yes. anyone who listens to this podcast or reads the Chaser newspaper or the books or anything we do, mm. don't sue us for defamation, you fucking idiots. It will blow up in your face. We will win. Yes, and even if we, even if we don't, win, you'll still lose. Yes, it's it's you may as well cut off your own leg and mm. replace it with a prosthesis. That's less painful than going through a defamation trial.
1: And anyway, you're not allowed to. Well, but did you see this morning Channel Ten suing Peter Van Onsulem?
0: I did see that. Yeah, so another person we've known for a long time. Mm. Uh, we should, we, get him on, maybe we should get him on the podcast. PVO, if you're available, jump on. Um, I don't think we can afford to have Peter Van Ansel on the podcast. No, no. <laughs> but,
1: the, but I think the point is that you, you can't sue us, you shouldn't sue us, and according to the Petty Credlin logic, th- there's no possibility no. for you to sue us. because or anybody. You weren't here you weren't when there. this was being recorded now. And, that and we also, made all those t- terribly defamatory comments about you. That also
0: you. makes me think, Charles, that I mm. shouldn't judge. I shouldn't judge the editors at the, the Telegraph and the Herald Sun and the mm. people who run Sky News mm. for their decision to hire Peter Credlin. I shouldn't I shouldn't yeah. try and second guess what the fuck they were thinking. <laughs> uh,
1: it's yes, unclear. exactly. Yes, you weren't there. I wasn't there. You're not allowed to comment.
0: And if I was there, maybe <laughs> I would have made the same brilliant decision.
1: <laughs> Our gear is from Road. We're part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you next time.